We're here to help you navigate your business growth with strategic conversations and insights from experts in multiple industries. Welcome to Wayfinding Growth. This episode of Wayfinding Growth is brought to you by Sprocket Talk. If you're ready to take your HubSpot experience to a whole new level, you need to join Sprocket Talk as a free VIP member. That's right, free. Tutorials, courses, training, HubSpot updates, and so much more. Head to sprockettalk.com slash WG to join the movement and get an exclusive Wayfinding Growth deal. I'm Dan Moyle. Welcome to the show. And I'm ready to beg. So today, we're talking about being the CEO and calling out sick. Yeah. Dan, talk to me about your takeaways from this episode. So I, I was excited to, to get into this one because I just find it super interesting that so many owners and entrepreneurs and CEOs probably just don't call in sick because they feel like like the company rests on their shoulders, right? And, and I, I've seen that from you a little bit, but yeah. you, you were out for like almost two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I dude, we got to talk about this. For the record. <laughs> I mean, you sound a little bit maybe rough, so yeah. take a yeah. nap today. Um, but I thought, man, we got to dig into this because you were able to take that time off and we didn't fall apart without you. So yeah, how does that feel? Uh, so my takeaways on this one, um, I like that you say you encourage uh, owners and, and leaders to test it. Like if you get to that point where you think maybe I can take some time off, take a day yeah. and whether you aren't feeling well or whether you just want to take a day off, like take a day, test it, be connected, but see how, every, see how everyone fares and you're going to be surprised maybe at how well they do, surprised in a good way. Um, so that was a good one. And then the other one was just the practical advice of systems and documentation, Yeah. right? Like you've been able to use Tetra and that kind of stuff to say, okay, here's the systems, here's the documentation. I can now walk away for a minute and people can handle it. So yeah, man, really good yeah. stuff. How, how did you feel about it? You like these? Yeah. So, um, it's a, it was great therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. Really and I, and I, I think people are enjoying that. Uh, I hope yeah. our listeners enjoy that. Cause I, I like this. I like to think that they're getting something out of it, a parallel industry. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, my friends, here it is, season two, episode 11, Calling in Sick as the CEO. Let's set that course for growth. Remington, happy uh, Monday as we're recording. Happy whatever day it is when it comes out, but happy hey, man, Tuesday. what's up? <laughs> happy Tuesday. There you go. With three podcasts, I sometimes get confused as to what comes out when, so happy Tuesday. Absolutely right. Uh, so, hey, man, welcome back to our conversations. Yeah. So, I like therapy to feel sessions. therapy sessions. I love that, man. So, I like to open up the curtain, pull back the curtain. See how the sausage is made. What other cliches can we use? Um, <laughs> get inside Impulse Creative. Uh, you mentioned the thing to me the other day, which I'm excited to talk about today. Uh, it was like the first time I think ever that you've had the company. That you've been able to call in sick and the company didn't suffer. Right. So as an owner, as a co-founder, as a CEO, that sounds like it's a big deal, huh? Yeah. So, well, it's a big deal and scary at the same time. Yeah. So, so it's happened – like usually I'm pretty good at bouncing back from being sick. Um, this time I've been told and I'm starting to realize that I probably burned the candle at too many ends. Uh, <laughs> both ends probably isn't even like, doesn't even describe it. <laughs> right. But, um, the but, ends, you know, sides everywhere. Yeah. Well, like, and historically, like, you know, like if I've been sick, I've been out like a day or two, like max. Right. So not a lot of, uh, potential for people to be like, Oh, where the heck's Remington? Um, Back in the day, like when it was Rachel and me, like I was 100% of production. So if I was sick, like everything stopped, which is okay if everything stops sometimes when you're smaller, um, but so does the money. Um, and 
so then, you know, over the next few years, once we had employees, it was, um, okay. So Remington gets sick and it, you know, again, I don't think I've ever been out as long as I have just recently, but and it's like, oh, now it costs money to be sick <laughs> rather than like money stops. Um, because there's employees that might be needing you or, or you're, you're in the way. Um, but it's very interesting. Our conversation was like, holy crap, like, Nothing blew up. I say that almost as like a joke and I'm knocking on wood for the audio listeners right now, like in my, <laughs> in my head. But on the flip side, there's also this other like, wait, nothing slowed down either. Um, which is great. And that's a ode to our team. Um, you know, project management kept strong, sales kept strong, delivery just like is happening. And, um, I got more like, Oh, sorry, you're sick from clients, <laughs> you know, then, Hey, where is this? which is awesome as an owner, but very unfamiliar. And it, and I, I say that not to be a negative, like a negative connotation on anything, just there comes a point where, um, yeah, where suddenly you have to be able to relinquish control so that you can get better too. And that's, that's an internal lesson right now. So let's go back real quick and, and define something for listeners and viewers. Uh, you say production. So yeah. we're, we're an agency. So what does yeah. production mean for us? Production, like hours on the shelf, like people doing the things that are supposed to get done, you know, website builds, logo designs, um, social media posts, emails being sent out, like everything that would keep a company moving from a marketing and sales department point of view, mm-hmm. like and delivery in, in, in our case for the agency, um, we really didn't skip a beat, mm-hmm. which was great. So back in the day that that used to be all you, now it's a full team that we have. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, in all reality, we've got 14 others, um, doing all the work. So I'm one 15th of the, uh, of the equation now, probably less than a 15th to be honest with you, um, in regards to like service delivery and everything. And, um, it, so it was kind of, kind of surreal. Like you, you know, for so long as an entrepreneur or as an owner, you push this big boulder up a hill. And then suddenly you realize that it's on the other side of the mountain and you're running in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that's a good picture. You're running in front of it. Yeah. Or Okay. So, so my mind was going, as you were saying that I was finishing the story for you in my mind, that's a beauty of yeah. story, right? My thought was as you're pushing that boulder up the hill, all of a sudden you realize you're not pushing as hard because you've got 14 other sets of hands pushing it with you. Sure. So, but I like the running down a hill. That's, that's even better. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> at a certain point, like you can't stop it, right? Like I got sick. It would have been more comfortable to pause time, get better. And then, and then turn everything else on. But like our clients have things to do, like we've got things to do. And so it, it's really a, um, you're going to get run over if you don't move out of the way. And so that's a very welcomed new lesson, but it's also something that's like, pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. And as that, as you realized that that had happened, did you, have you come to a point in the last couple of weeks here where you've like begun to think about how you got to that point, like in this growth journey or is that kind of new for you too? I've been very thankful for the people that are solving problems while I'm gone. Hmm. Um, I haven't really thought about it intentionally. I've been trying to focus on getting better myself and apparently I'm relapsing because today I'm even more stuffy than I was last week, Friday. <laughs> but, um, Sorry, listeners. Um, but you know, but the other thing is I think that it reinforces, um, you know, we just had an all hands where I talked a lot about like 
how my focus as a CEO has to shift a little. And it reinforces that, yeah, Remington, you can shift focus and um, not be as focused on service delivery and nothing blows up. And again, knocking on my <laughs> hard head um, in that regard, you know, and that's something that kind of like forces you to, to do it, but calling out sick, um, calling out sick is not something I've ever really done other than like other people being like, no, you're dying. You should stop. This was the first time that I think I legit was like, all right, guys, I'm going to sleep for a while. Yep. Yeah. I get a, a Slack message. Hey man, can we reschedule whatever this was? I'm not feeling well. Yeah, man, no problem. Then I see other meetings like fall off. Oh, <laughs> all right, cool. He's going to actually, actually take time off. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with other things coming up here in the future, pretty soon, we've got inbound in a couple of weeks. Um, when we're recording this, we're able to unplug a little bit and let things keep happening too. Probably a little bit. Um, yep. You guys, uh, if, if you don't mind me saying, are expecting your second child. Um, yep. So you're able to maybe kind of see that in the future too and plan for like, okay, my baby's walking. I don't have to hold its hand anymore, right? So that's the hope. I think yeah. we, you know, just because your baby's walking doesn't mean you don't have hands right on either side of it waiting for sure. it, right, <laughs> waiting for it to fall. Right, but right. yeah, um, you know, that's the that's the concept. That's the idea. Uh, it's funny, we, Rachel and I have talked like numerous times about all these perks and benefits, like vacation time and, you know, all this stuff. And we really historically haven't leveraged or used that. Um, you know, when we had Carter, my, my son, um, uh, right now he's three and a half. When we had him, um, you know, I was back to work three days later, um, three business days. I had like five total days. Um, you know, but it was just one of those things that like, it wasn't an option where now it's like, all right, I might actually leverage our, you know, our paternity leave policy yeah. and, and Rachel also leveraging maternity leave policy that we have for the agency for everybody else. So, yeah. yeah. So, so I find this kind of interesting too, then, um, being a company that is somewhat remote, that is hybrid, um, yeah. you're not in the HQ office today. I can see that. So, yep. so like you're, but you're able to actually unplug, not just like, oh, I'm going to work from home and be here and there. And I mean, you can do that if you choose to, but you can actually unplug yeah. and get to that point as an entrepreneur. Yeah. You call this scary. How else does that make you feel that you can do that? Um, so, so it's scary it's not scary because I'm worried of anything happening. Sure. Yeah. It's scary because I'm worried I'm not going to be there when someone actually needs something. And I think that ties into our previous episode of uh, treating everyone like family. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah. And so what, what kind of advice would you give to those, those entrepreneurs? You know, if we think of our listeners and viewers as, as the entrepreneurs and business owners, some of them are going to be of like enterprise companies. So they're leaders of teams. Yeah. So they may not, they may not need this anymore. Do you think of those like solopreneurs, small business entrepreneurs and owners, what advice would you give to start preparing for this journey of, I can actually call in sick. <laughs> yeah. So, um, build, build your team so you could trust them. I hope everyone's doing that regardless. Right. Um, and then, and then, you know, document the processes, get the stuff out of your own head. Um, you know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, documenting processes, you should listen to our Tetra episode. Mm -hmm. um, That's great. Yeah, that was a good stuff from Nelson. Yep. 
and, you know, get that stuff outlined so that if you do have to step in or you do have to cover for something as an entrepreneur, then you should have some easy places to let that information be accessible and then um, do it. Like maybe do it for a day if you're not feeling well, but be available via Slack or whatever if people really need you. Um, I think a long time I thought, you know, and I'm not sick a lot. Like this, I think since you started, I think this is one of the first times I've been mm-hmm. like for a real sick, but um, I'm not dying or anything. I'm just had the flu. Um, band and bronchitis. Flu, my wife would say like, you know. but um, that's a whole different discussion right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we should, but, I should um, ask her about that on the married to an entrepreneur episode. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, I just dug myself a hole with that one, but, but no, the, you know, the, the whole like testing it out, like it doesn't have to be an entire week. It could be a day and, and just check yourself. Like be like, wow, nothing broke, like nothing blew up and use that as like a checkbox for the own internal confidence. And uh, for me, it's, you know, I, I can't like half, be out. Um, especially there's, you know, 15, 14 other people doing things. There's going to be questions. There's going to be conversations in Slack. Like if I have to check out, I'm like, I'm out and I'm going to turn off notifications and like try to go to sleep because I could literally just be watching the agency work on Slack virtually. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't help anybody. Right. Might as well just be working. So so on those communication tools, you've mentioned uh, Slack, of course. We use that quite a bit. We talked about this in a previous episode too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you find that, like, how do you use the different tools then? When you're out sick, do you say, okay, you guys keep using Slack, do your thing. I'm going to unplug. I'm not going to worry about this. If you need me, email sure. me, and I'll use that as a documentation. Or how do you kind of handle that communication style? Well, email is not much better for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, but one of the things that, like, so Audrey's, Audrey handles project management for a lot of the team. Um, you know, so what I'll do a lot of times, that's the, st- that stuff is going to be the more like surprises, mm-hmm. the project stuff. Then it would be like our retainer team that's managing the ongoing marketing for everything. Um, so, so what I do is like, I literally this last time was like, Hey, Audrey, if you need anything, shoot me a text. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or give me a call, like call me on my cell phone. Um, because I have zoom and Slack turned off, um, that allows for her to know, like I'm opening the door, call me if you need me. And then it also allows for her or whomever else on the team to be like, I don't quite need him that bad. It can wait till tomorrow. Um, and, and then at the same time, it's like just making sure that people know how to do stuff. Like, I think some of the times where I've been pulled in, it's because like, I'm the only one that has access to something or, or like. I didn't share my knowledge the right way uh, prior to exiting mm-hmm. for the day. Um, but, you know, have those different levels of importance, but make it really clear. So I, I, I imagine a lot of owners and entrepreneurs and, and leaders uh, might be a little bit type A. They might be a little <laughs> bit of uh, uh, collectors of information, right? Sure. Um, I see myself as a pack rat at times. Uh, you see over my shoulder here, I've got some music stuff. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a pack rat, but I can see us being pack rats of data and information. Huh? 
So on the same lines of that communication, you know, did you find yourself having to talk through, I don't need to go look at all the Slack conversations. I don't need to go do this. I don't, and just let it go. How did that feel? Yeah. So, um, so right now I only get notified. So there's a difference between a white dot and a red dot in Slack. Red dot is mentions or like people are saying keywords um, and the white dots are just something happened. So coming back from uh, coming back from Slack. Oh, that's something else with email is similar, but like coming back and looking at Slack, I, I love the like unread messages because you can just like thumb through them and just hit mark is red. So I'm very much a passive like communicator. So I like to know what's going on so I can provide value if needed or like I can see any opportunities for improvement. So I do read it, but it's not like I'm actively going through each one. Um, if it's a really long conversation, I really only care about the end anyways. Like where did it end up between the group? And then, um, so I'll go through and I'll mark those. And then anything that where my name was addressed, then I usually try and respond to that. And I did find myself, um, you know, cause I was out almost a week and a half. So, um, this last time. So I did find myself like checking early morning, making sure that there wasn't anything in my inbox that was um, going to prevent anyone from doing their job. And then like towards the end of the day, maybe after lunch or something kind of jumping in and saying, Hey, like I got this email or here's my thoughts just to kind of make sure that it was going, but it was, it really wasn't much when you think about the fact that there's 14 people that work here. Um, so that was super awesome emails. I should probably uh, re re mention this internally, but um, there's a difference between putting someone in the two and in the CC or the BCC mm. in an email. So I actually have uh, tags in my Gmail that say like, if you CC me in something, that means that there's not necessary action for me, but if I'm in the two that there is. Um, so anything that I'm in the two, I go through first and anything that is, from someone at Impulse Creative that it, I'm CC'd or BCC'd on, I, I'll i just like go, oh, there was an email about that. But in a lot of cases, I may not read it. Mm. Um, because usually like put this in your file when they BCC you. It's not, I need you to pay very important, like very heavy attention on this. So that helps me get through my email because my email is a monstrosity. For, the, for those listening, do not pay attention to how I manage my email. It's probably not ideal. <laughs> no, but that's good though. I mean, that's a, that's a good yeah. communication tool too internally just to know like, okay, this is how Remington uses it. We can, yeah. maybe we can all use it that way. That's a good I share. I should probably share that in the Tetra. Yeah. That's a good Tetra doc right there. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> did you, did you think about this over the years, either when you and Rachel kind of, you know, when you, spun up impulse creative or as you've, as you've grown, have you thought about that time when you're going to be able to take that time off, whether it's calling sick, whether it's time off, whatever it is, or has it just kind of happened? Like, Oh, here's where we are. This is cool. Yeah. It's more like a, Holy crap. This is cool. Hmm. Um, like we just took our first vacation that we took in a while, um, as well. And you know, we, it was a staycation. We didn't go anywhere crazy. Um, and we took one, we took one a while back, but we were much more connected. Um, this one, we were intentionally not, uh, you know, like I have the new Apple watch, which is amazing. It allows you to completely unplug, except if people call you. 
amazing, mm. right? Nice. So like I could see a push notification, like if it was a direct message to me on my watch, but like, I'm not going to be able to sit here and monitor everyone's conversation. It's like literally one on one, not like a paragraph on one. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, there was a lot of our vacation that we went on where it was like the beginning of the morning and the end of the day, just like making sure really more of a self survival thing. Like, let me make sure my email isn't at a thousand by the time I'm done with vacation. Right. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it was like, let's just go enjoy and be. And, and that was, um, that was really incredible. That was the first time I've spent more than three days with Carter and, and Rachel together since Carter was born three and a half years prior. Wow. Um, like uninterrupted. And, uh, you know, and that's also one of those things that, you know, you don't intentionally, like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to take a five day vacation and unplug. It was always historically like, oh, that'd be nice. (laughs) Right. Um, so between that and then being sick, like those are two, those are two examples of where now I think we've got all the bases covered within the team that it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, let's just be honest here. Like that, none of that happened until I started Impulse. So I mean, you <laughs> no. That, <laughs> um, sorry. Well, but so to your point though, like, so you're one of those bases, right? Like sales historically before Jackie started was a big area. Like if I left, um, like there was, oh, it was sure. with the hurricane, right? We had uh, the hurricane two years ago, and because we were out of commission for two and a half weeks, I lost two and a half weeks of pipeline. It really affected the business. So um, now granted that was a lot of the team being uh, like uprooted for a while, but, um, but yeah, you're, I mean, you're an integral piece, just like, just like a lot of the other team is. And so that was a big uh, jokes aside. That was, that was one of those things. Like, I don't have to worry about tweeting. I don't have to worry about doing any of this stuff. Like Dan's got it. Yeah. Um, So and for the record, I do more than tweet, but anyway. Um, no, yes, you do. <laughs> sorry, gotta, come on, man. It's, I got to have some fun here. Uh, so so how how critical is it then for, for that CEO to be – He does do more than tweet. Oh, man. Podcast, I made my bet on that one. No, um, how critical is it for, for a CEO, for a C-level executive, for an mm-hmm. owner to be able to unplug like you just described? Like how is that for your mental health, man? Yeah. So good question. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I think that, um, it was, so this past vacation that was, I think it was actually four days, um, four business days that I was out, um, was opening to me because over the past few years, like either I wasn't willing or I wasn't able I can't tell you hundred percent which one it was, but I know that there are issues that came up that I had to be involved in whether I made them or whether someone else did. I don't, I can't recall. Um, it's very easy to inject myself into processes uh, this year. I'm actually trying really hard not to inject myself into things. Um, so, you know, so yeah, I mean, you can, you can do that, but I think it, it's work to exclude yourself. Like it is, um, and I think you mentioned something like be the last to talk in a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be, not to be pretentious, but like, I feel like I know the answers to a lot of the questions that are asked and I actively try not to make a facial expression because we're on video people, right. um, until the end. And a lot of times people go, well, what do you think? And I'm like, I have no opinion until I have an opinion. <laughs> Right, right. right. <laughs> but, but, um, 
but that's a, that's a similar thing. Like, Oh, I could be in all these meetings that are integral to how things go, but do I have to be? That's, I think that's an ongoing struggle that any entrepreneur or C level is. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe I'm a newer manager in that regard. Um, Or haven't had as much like, they'll handle that. Right. Right. No, it's incredible. It's, it's a, I I've heard it a few times or at least twice anyway. And I've seen it in, in different ways too. And I just saw it recently. I was on a, a video call with some, some friends. It wasn't a business related thing, but it was the leadership of this group. When, when a, a question was asked, he spoke first and everybody else just kind of went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And nothing else came out of it. And it wasn't a bad thing. He was absolutely right in what he said. I would have agreed regardless. Sure. But like, I noticed that I logged that and I'm, and I'm, I plan on talking to him about it later and say, Hey, look, just so you know, when you talk, everybody else shuts up and we just agree. Nobody right. pushes back. If we're able to talk first, then you can say, I agree. Or have you thought about it this way? Right. So that's, I think that's huge. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and there's, there's a lot of motivations there, right? So you got 10 people in the room. That's every minute is 10 billable minutes. Right. So like we want to jump in and solve all the problems. It's very man like, like, I think so. Yeah. Women go through the same thing too, but like, but we really want to solve problems right away. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to really dwell on this, like let them figure it out. So, yep. And, and along that same lines, I think, you know, again, broad painting a broad, how do broad I say stroke. broad stroke, brush stroke, right? Um, yep. Men want to fix, we're fixers. So I yeah. tend to ask fix it or feel it either physically, either actually legitimately ask that with someone. You know, male or female, my, my brother at one point was complaining to me about something. And I was like, dude, fix it or feel it. Just just feel it. All right, cool, man. Man, I'm sorry you're going through that. I feel for you. That's actually really good. I like that. Right? And so, but I also do it internally. When somebody's sure. telling me something, I think, okay, do I, do I think they want me to fix it or feel it? If I don't ask directly, I just kind of listen and, and feel it at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a big one for a lot of leaders, whatever, whatever, whatever your level. Yeah. If you're leading others, stop and think about that. Um, because I think that'll get you to where you can at some point call and sick or take a vacation. Right. Once, once people feel valued and know that you've listened, yeah. don't just run roughshod over them and I'm just going to do it. Right. They're able to then perform better and you can then step back and go, all right, they got this. Yep. Right. So no, that's huge. Yep. And I think technology helps a lot too. Like yeah. How's that? three years ago, I didn't have zoom. Mm. I couldn't jump on a quick zoom call in the middle of my, like the pool at the resort to answer someone's question if they needed it. Right. Yeah. Like just wasn't an option in some cases they couldn't even call them. And so like that helps with peace of mind as well as a, as a CEO or an owner, like you could, if you had to, right. It's like my, my watch, like I'm so proud of my watch that it can take a phone call. So right. I don't carry my phone, but in all reality, like this thing didn't ring that much. You know, so like, it's our way of like holding us like, oh, I can't go to the store without my phone. What if someone calls? Like, it's that it's the same kind of feeling, but it helps a lot in that regard for, um, I think for like uh, a manager or an owner, you know, to, to not get in the way, but it also takes some, some work ahead of time. Like I, I usually am going to be like, almost like cramming for a test the day before just to make sure I'm not in the way of anybody. Um, you know, while I'm gone. And is that technology? So let me make sure I hear you right too. Is yeah. like you have that Apple watch that you can take phone calls, but in the meanwhile, you're not sitting there on your phone and your hands, you know, for viewers seeing like 
scrolling right. through stuff and tweeting and doing this and then not paying attention to your family. Like you right. can actually unplug, but still stay plugged in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like I did have my phone and I didn't realize this until after I bought my Apple watch. I did have my phone, but I actually put that on airplane mode so that I could use it as a camera because it's better than my camera. Yeah, right? right. But it was a brick. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't hook onto Wi-Fi unless I intentionally was like pressing the button, which I made a bet that I wouldn't. Um, and did you win that bet? I was close. Oh, right, I well. was really close. <laughs> uh, or as my wife would say, surprisingly close. Um, <laughs> but sure. you know, so that's, that's one of those things, but the, um, the ability to be contacted if needed, I think is one of those big barriers. And then, um, and then the other side is like, strictly emotional like you're loud and i think jackie might have said that to me like when she saw that i was still trying to come into work she's like you know you're allowed to take some time off right that's good um you're allowed to do that um you know you want to lead from the front you want to lead as a as a good example but like like i would beat up my team if they were coming into work and felt like crap and didn't take some time Yep. Yep. I would also beat them up for not like taking time off to go on vacation. Um, so, yeah, but yeah. So the next big test for us is uh paternity leave yeah. or for me, Rachel have maternity leave, but yeah. All right. We'll, well, we'll have to uh, see how that goes, man. We'll, we'll record some episodes ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. Or I'll find some other guests within the company. I mean, what yeah. the heck, right? <clears throat> lots of seven matter experts, baby. I love the schmees. Yeah. All right, man. Any last advice for those owners that are thinking, man, I want to be able to get to that point. I mean, last. So, was so for owners, no, but for employees speak up. If you see someone suffering or realize that your boss or your CEO or, or someone who you respect, regardless of their position below or above you, like speak up and say something about it. Like if you're like, Hey, when's the last time you went on vacation? Ask that question because I think a lot of times, you know, like I'm like full steam ahead. It'll be three and a half years before I realize that I haven't taken a vacation. Right. And, and then like my current situation, maybe I just crash and burn because I am burning the candle on all 14 ends. Right. So speak up and say something. And if nothing else, maybe you'll inspire your boss to actually take that sick day that um, they've been avoiding. That's like what we talked about on one of the episodes, uh, being like family, right? Yeah care for each other you can say love you can say care respect whatever it is but the fact yeah. is we care about other human beings so speak up and take care of each other amen thank you for listening if you like this episode please share it post it tweet it gram it email a friend give the gift of knowledge to someone you know that could benefit from it and if you really loved it please consider leaving a rating and written review on your podcast player of choice and as always Go to wayfindinggrowth.com for resources and past episodes. Remember, we're here to help you navigate your business growth with strategic conversations and insights from experts in multiple industries. Thank you for listening to Wayfinding Growth.